Welcome to the Jared Williams Show. What's up, man? <laughs> that was probably the best thing I've ever said. <laughs> uh, it was. Let her rip, tater chip. <laughs> Sorry, that was a freebie, guys, about the jokes, yep. you know. You got it done on that one for free. Uh, oh, man, that's awesome. How you doing, Joel? <clears throat> I'm doing pretty good. Podcast Wednesday. Um, Podcast Wednesday. Yeah. I've, uh, it's, you know, my job this last couple of weeks has been just mostly talking, uh-huh. which uh, is an interesting job where you're just on the phone or on the computer as we do in the whatever century we're in. Yeah. So it was interesting. You know, I look at my calendar. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be talking all day tomorrow. Just Zoom like calls. Phone. Yeah. Zoom calls all yeah. day. Uh, you probably know this, but you know, like when you're in a Zoom call and then, it's butted up to another meeting and then the next guy hops in the meeting like he hops in the room for you to admit him and you're like yeah. oh wow we're already here we're just yep. rolling into it and then you yep. finish the call and then the, how's it going i haven't just been talking for two hours what's up like <laughs> yeah yep it's just like yep. uh I just got done working work. out <laughs> yeah i just yeah. been eating spaghetti not talking yep. to somebody how's it going <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's exhausting too yeah yeah at the i always have to have like a cup of coffee b- before like my last go Cause that yeah. one's always like, oh, here we go. Especially if it's like a real salesy call day. Yep. It's just it's different, different muscle. You got to flex. It is. Yeah. Yep. And there's people, what's though. crazy is there's people who just thrive off of that sales yeah. culture yeah. and environment. Right. Where they're just like, they could go all day long. They're like, yeah, I got in their call. Yeah. Sweet. Right. Yeah. And I wonder like being in a space with other salespeople probably helps with that energy a lot. Cause probably you can like look over at your buddy when you're tired and he's like, bro, that was great. Like here, I got another one. Let's get it. And like, yeah, you're like, okay, what well, we can do this where it's just like with one person, it's just like, okay, got another one. And then, um, yeah. But I mean, there's value to that too, right? Like we were talking about digging for poo or no digging for ponies last time. Right. And it's like, there's still like, okay, I just have to, there's nobody who's like cheering me on and that's fine. I'll yeah. just, motivate myself and then learn the skill of self-motivation yeah and that'll be better off for it it'll be cool we'll work Heck out yeah, man. find some new cheese over there dude there's always cheese in my basement <laughs> i keep it stocked you know what i'm saying oh, man. <laughs> dude i got some new cheese like legit actual cheese mm-hmm. it's like organic not meta not metaphorical not metaphorical cheese like real cheese yeah um it was organic cheddar like grass-fed cheese yeah Dude, it's got like white dust on the outside and i was a little skeptical i'm like okay uh-huh. you know it's like aged yeah they got this tiny little block it was like 12 dollars. ridiculous yeah of course dude that stuff was like sour tasting you didn't like it i know uh so what's weird is like i don't i don't want to eat it by itself like I, there's no way i'm gonna mm-hmm. go slice cheese and it was nice and dry Mm. Anyway, I'm going to go slice that and pop it in my mouth too sour. But what's weird is when you melt it. So I melted it on some burgers and some mm. other foods. Dude, mm-hmm. And it's like, this is good. Like this has yeah. flavor, but not until interesting. You melt it. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. You apply some heat to it and then you add it with like something else. And then suddenly, yeah, yeah it turns into a whole new thing. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if it's like bad because it's got the white on it and i'm just eating bad yeah, I don't know. or what but i got three blocks of it so <laughs> i'm gonna be eating i got i got 15 <laughs> pounds of it and i'm committed so yeah you know i am i'm yeah <laughs> i'm not a quitter dude yeah i know you're not you're gonna just eat all that cheese. that cheese yeah keep eating that cheese man 
Cool. Keep eating that cheese. Um, today I want to talk about uh, focusing on what you can control instead of focusing on things you can't control. Okay. I like right? it. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times I see people, they, they will, they're looking at their situation and they're like, mm -hmm. they're like, okay, I'm in a, I'm in a weird situation or I'm in a bad situation or, you know, looking just at, it's easy to look at like, oh, there's all these problems over here. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Cause no matter what, you're going to look at your business and you're always going to see all the problems. Right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I still see the problems in my business and I still think like, how are we going to solve these problems? What are we going to mm -hmm. do? Right. Mm -hmm. So you're always going to see all that stuff and it, and it gets real easy to like try and focus on things that you actually have no control over. So I see a lot of people do this, right. Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on the things that they actually do have control over where they actually can make a difference right mm -hmm. where they actually can like have forward movement forward mm -hmm. movement forward movement i got forward, you i'm with you forward, thanks and forward progression right mm -hmm. um and so they get stumped up in these areas they're trying to like control these things that they can't control and then they end up going nowhere because of it mm -hmm. so i used to listen to a lot of mxpx and they have this song mm -hmm. it's called going nowhere fast Mm -hmm. and that's what it's like you know just going nowhere yeah really sure fast. like they're pedaling and pedaling and pedaling mm -hmm. and they're pushing and they're pushing and they're pushing and they're trying and they're trying and they're trying and they're moving really fast but they're going nowhere right right because they're focusing on things they have no control over right huh yeah and then sometimes you can you can actually trick yourself into thinking that you're making progress because you're focusing so hard oh yeah and like totally. you can be having all these conversations you can be brainstorming mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, you can't actually affect the change. Right. So you're just burning calories doing nothing. Right. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So what are the biggest things in your plumbing business that you like, were focusing gonna, on? I knew you are going to ask. I have me. to ask it. Yeah. You got to bring it down to the real this. world, you know? Got to take the theoretical down to the practical. Dude, I didn't even think about this yet. All I knew, all I knew was like people are focusing on things they can't control. Like they got to stop that. See, that's um, why you got me here, so we can you know get down to brass tacks. Yeah, you know, I I had this area or this like thought in another area. So let's see if I can transfer it over. So like, um, for example, what your competition is doing. Sure. Right. Competition mm -hmm. in general. Right. You mm -hmm. can go and understand what they're doing and see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you have zero control over what your competition is doing. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. And so for you to spend a bunch of energy on, <clears throat> mm. oh, they're doing this or, oh, they're doing that. Or how do we get them to stop doing this? Or mm -hmm. how do we get them to stop doing that? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're doing the same thing we're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we were doing that kind of marketing. Now they're doing this kind of marketing. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we get them to stop or mm -hmm. just things like that? Right. Mm -hmm. um, we were saying this one thing, you know, to our customers and now these guys are saying this one thing to our customers. Sure. Yeah. Like that's mm -hmm. a bunch of crap and getting all mad. Right. Mm -hmm. Spending a lot of energy on that kind of stuff when the real, like mm -hmm. the, the thing you should be doing is going, you should be looking at it, 
and going, mm-hmm. now they're doing this kind of marketing. How do we make ours even better? Right. right. How do we make our service even better? How do we make our marketing even better? How do we mm-hmm. make, you know, our technicians even better? Right. Then, than everybody else. And if you focus on that, now you're just focusing on like the things in your business that you can actually effectively change and actually effectively improve. Right. Right. So like in the marketing example, like if you were, if you were a plumbing business and you were doing a certain style of marketing and then Mm -hmm. a competitor in your safe space saw that kind of marketing, they're like, Oh man, those guys are blowing up and they're doing that marketing. I'm going to go do that same thing. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. To go and, and be like, dang, ah, they're doing the same marketing. Those guys suck, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and get all mad about it. And then not do anything on the things that you actually can control. Well, mm-hmm. the best way to beat them, right, in that instance, I don't want to say beat them, but the the best thing for you to go is, man, they're doing more marketing. Mm. I better up my game over here. Right. Okay. Can I do more marketing or can I do the marketing that I'm doing better or can I spend more money on the marketing I'm already doing? And then since they're trying to move into my space, then I better make my service better than theirs. I don't know what they're doing, but I'm going to make mine the best I possibly can. Right? Right. And you kind of enter this this space eventually to where you're not even looking at your competitors. Sure, of course. You don't need to. Because you're constantly trying to make yours the best, like better, right? It's Mm. a constant improvement of let's make this marketing better. Let's try this new marketing tactic. Let's see if we can spend more here. Let's see if we can make our guys better. Let's see if we can make our service better. Let's make our product Mm -hmm. better. It's this continual improvement of everything you're doing in your plumbing company Mm -hmm. to where you don't have to focus on the things that you can't control because you're so incredibly focused on the things that you can. Right. You know? And like, even, even within that example, it's like focusing, like noticing what your competition is doing is always where these thoughts start. Right. Cause if, Right. You know, in this example, if the company never noticed it, then they would never have this fuel to put their attention in a certain spot. Right. And so it's like, yeah, we'll notice people are doing things and then it'll like spark this emotion in us and we'll feel one way about it. But mm-hmm. then the important thing is to like take that power that that emotion gives and then direct it properly. Yeah. Because then if we direct it improperly, then just as you say, you're just spinning your wheels, wasting your time and your life and your anxieties way up here and it doesn't need to be. Yeah. You can be like, oh, cool, they're doing a thing. We should probably do a whole bunch of other things and begin to innovate because yes. what we don't want to do in business is we don't want to just constantly be reacting. Yeah, uh, We want to be innovating because yep. the businesses that can innovate independent of competition will be the businesses that win because yeah. they say, huh, what's my product doing? How can I innovate this to be better and better and better? And yep. then they think about it. And yeah, sure, you look at what is being done because there's things that you can like add into your service that you might not have right. thought for. And you go like like for marketing, like at Plum Social, we're always trying to figure out like, okay, what can we do to improve this product? What can we add in? And what yep. can we do to sort of like work this to make it better? And we have to look to all these other things to figure that out. And then we see it and we go, oh, cool, let's roll this in. Let's see if that works. And then we start to innovate. 
But eventually yep. you get enough information that you just start to innovate and you get these new ideas and it starts to make this thing. And as you say, mm -hmm. since you're focused on what you're doing and you're not yep. worrying about anybody else, then at the end of it, you sort of walk out. You're like, we got this cool product. Yeah. And then if your competition isn't doing the same thing, like they're just going to be doing what they were doing before. And you're going to yep. already be light years ahead just naturally. Yep. And And I think at the end of it, it's just like, oh, well, that was a cool result. And like the way that I view that situation is like, if we hold resentment within our comp competitive mindsets, I think it's just stupid. Like it's just, it just hurts us. It hurts everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would almost push that as far as like that competitive mindset, even just being competitive in general, like focusing sure. on your competition and trying to be competitive with them rather than just trying to make yours the best of the best. Right. Yeah. True competition is one by, you being better right right like oh dude and that's actually that brings up like true competition is won by being better and this is evidence why we all hate cheaters yeah. nobody likes a cheater <laughs> yeah and so people win olympic let's just put the easiest example like a foot race right yep. me and jared are on a race like the best strongest person is going to win until i like trip jared and then i win but everybody would be like, Joel, you just tripped Jared. Like, that's not right. fair. And I'm like, well, I won though, didn't I? Like, I got to the destination, sure, but I didn't do mm -hmm. it in a way that made sense. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, like, focusing on yourself and becoming better and stronger and faster in this analogy, or a better, more robust plumbing company by doing yep. all these things because you're focused on yourself, yep. you'll beat the competition because you were just better at the end of the day. Yeah, which totally. I would rather I would feel better about that knowing that like man I'm doing my best to be as good as I can. Yeah. And I succeeded on that. I didn't have to do anything else. Yeah. I didn't have to like push this guy down so that I could raise myself up. I just yep. worked hard and raised myself up. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the, like the the path that I took with my plumbing company. I didn't know what other people were doing in town. I didn't bother to know what they were charging. I didn't bother to know what services they were using, like what marketing they were doing, what kind of software they were doing, how they were charging their customers, how they were taking care of their customers, what they were saying about us, didn't care. I solely focused on like, how do I make my product the best, mm. the best that I possibly can? And, and that was a long process of just continually doing stupid stuff and then going, okay, how do we not do that again? How do we make this better? Like, how do we stop right. that from happening? Or mm -hmm. man, I just found this cool new, you know, product that will make our services much better to the end customer. Cool. Let's add mm -hmm. that in. Let's make it better. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and then even like after we, I hired a GM and he kind of took control of the day to day, then it really was like game on of like, starting to look at this thing, really dig into the numbers and the analytics and going, how do we make this even better? Right. Yeah. How do we make this mm -hmm. so good, um, mm -hmm. better experience for the customer and makes more money and hmm. runs like a machine. Right. Right. And, and, and all of that, like I never once focused on my competition. I only mm. focused on myself. And you know what? Like if anybody was to come to me in my area, I've actually, I actually had people come to me like other plumbing business owners. I told them everything I knew, everything. 
Hmm. I gave other people my my hourly rate calculators. I was like, dude, you got to charge more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, told them what kind of marketing I was doing. Told them to go talk to my my marketing guy who happens to be my brother. Mm-hmm. Dude, he'll hook you mm-hmm. up. He'll do a good job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not really a competitive bone in my body in that manner. And that's always served me well. Like those people mm-hmm. really appreciated the advice. They all, you know, were able to run a better plumbing company. Um, mm-hmm. None of them did it as good as I did, even though I told them how to. <laughs> and that's, you know, yeah. Yeah. To this day, we're still, you know, probably uh, we probably pull in more money than any other plumbing company in town. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's a really that's a good thing to remember in this conversation is the tools don't actually work by themselves. Right. It's always the operator. I mean, this is the yep. easiest like anybody can understand this, like just from the very raw plumber perspective. Like, Jared, you and I can both go get a cool plumbing tool, but you're gonna work it a lot better than I can. Yep. Hundred million percent. Yep. And just because we have all the n- tricks of the trade at our disposal doesn't mean that we'll use it. So it's like, why not be like if you're asked, right? It's not that you go out there and you just like shoot it from the mountaintop. But if someone's like, hey man, like what do you do? Like, oh yeah, let me this is what I do. And it's worked yeah. really well. Yep. And you can just win a lot of like oh, I don't know. At the end of the day, you can just be a very helpful individual in your community. Yeah. And then there's more successful business and it's just better for everybody and then you can be like oh i'm winning because i am doing this really really well like i'm an expert at my craft everybody we're on an even playing field and i'm still ahead so i'm like i'm actually contributing to this and i think what's like a really good example about your plumbing business that i've always known but it just occurred to me is out of a lot of businesses that i know and i talk to it's like you are very removed from your business but your business is still just kicking and so like to all the listeners listening, like Jared is not competing in that way. Like you say, he doesn't have a competitive bone in his body. And yet his plumbing company is incredibly competitive, we'll say. Like yeah. it is doing very well, but he's yep. participating an hour a week, two hours a week, maybe. Yep. And that's it. Like he's not in yep. the trenches anymore. Yep. And so it's like, I mean, we pick our paths, right? We can choose to be hyper competitive or whatever, and we can choose to be very generous with our information. But Jared's a great example of somebody who is generous and you've arrived at the place where everybody wants, right? Yep. Like you found, you got the pony dog. Yeah. And I I honestly believe that like, you know, you can give everybody the the information, but the implementation is a whole different thing, right? Right. Like for somebody to, for me to give them the information, then to take that information and go implement it is much harder. It's easy to, to digest and understand the information. But at the end of the day, most people aren't willing to put in the work to actually implement the, the information. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, I got no problem giving anybody all of my secrets. Right. Even if they're Mm -hmm. my next door neighbor in my same town, like, how Mm -hmm. are you doing this? I've had people ask me, I'll give them all my info. What do you want to know? Right. Um, Because honestly, I want to see them succeed. And then, I think it'd be really cool to have another plumbing company, even in our really small market. Like I'm in a really small market. If mm-hmm. we could have other people charging, you know, a high dollar amount and hopefully start to increase everybody's weight and, you know, hourly rate, that'd be really cool to where we are all more on a level playing field. Like I'm mm-hmm. the most expensive plumber in town by a long shot. Right. We're probably three times what everybody else is, mm-hmm. but yet we get the most amount of work. 
when we bring in the most mm -hmm. amount of revenue, right? Mm -hmm. um, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to level that playing field. It'd be nice if a, if another person came up in my community and started running a good plumbing business that actually charged what they're worth. It'd be cool. Right. And like for people who are in in huge communities, right? There's probably more than enough room for you and a competitor. More right. than enough. Like mm -hmm. I remember, um, I remember watching this video of. I think it went viral on like TikTok or Instagram or something. Somebody was, somebody yelled at these two guys. They were on vacation and they were like, they had drinks in their hands. Maybe they had drinks in their hands or not. I don't know. And they were like, Hey, what do you guys do? And they both were plumbing business owners. Mm -hmm. And the one guy was like, yeah, I made, you know, $3 million last year. And the other guy was like, yeah, this guy, you know, he's my next door neighbor. You know, he's in the same market. And he taught me everything he knows. And we, and mm -hmm. we both make a ton of money in the same market. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. rad. And I actually yeah. became friends on Facebook with that guy like a couple of years later. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Huh. That is funny. Yeah. And he, I know he ended up selling, I don't know how much for, I'm sure he sold for lots of millions of dollars, right? So mm -hmm. I think they both were able to grow and scale really large plumbing businesses right next to each other, collaborating. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then both ended up selling for lots and lots of money. Right. And I think, yeah. you know, like I honestly think, you know, in that mm. collaboration, I bet they both taught each other things that helped both of them succeed. Right. Yeah, definitely. And like I think about that in my market, like how cool it would be to be have another viewpoint in the market that I mm -hmm. was comfortable to go talk to where we could collaborate mm -hmm. and I could say, hey, look, dude, I'm really busy. Can I send my work your way? Right. And vice versa. Or like, hey, dude, mm -hmm. you do this one thing really, really well where I lack in that area in my business. How about we collaborate here and like anybody who wants this kind of stuff, I send them to you. Mm. And anybody that wants this kind of stuff, you send them to me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be it. I would I would be totally down with that. It'd be yeah. very, very welcome. But instead, <laughs> like with my plumbing business, we run into this area where you know, we don't do certain types of work and then we don't have anybody to recommend the customer to. So sure. the, customer, the customer just ends up being stuck. And the reason we don't yeah. do that type of work is because <clears throat> it's, you know, we have enough of the type of work that we do do and mm -hmm. it's easier work. So it's easier to be profitable at it. So the work that's right. hard to do that is less profitable, we just don't do it. And then right. we don't have anybody to send it to. Right. Right. Yeah, that that's um I think that's like to me that seems to be like a really strong metric of like which way is better. And it's like, okay, you're a plumbing business, your goal is to serve the customer the best. Yep. If you're hyper competitive to where you isolate yourself from everybody else, mm -hmm. in that scenario, the customer is the one who's gonna pay the price at the end of the day. Because right. if you can't serve them for whatever reason, then they go to a company and they won't get served as well as they could have been. Right. But if you're in a collaborative environment, then at the end of the day, the person who you care about the most, the customer, is the one who actually benefits. Because yep. then if you had somebody you could send your calls to, you're still doing the customer service. Yeah, you don't yep. take that revenue, but that customer is still going to appreciate that, oh, I'm in a network of people who really yeah. care about my own interests. Yep. Like Think about it like a doctor. Like, What if doctors were hyper-competitive with one another and they never referred work out? 
Right. And so you said, hey, doc, I need a surgery. And the doctor's like, nope, sorry, no can do. Nobody in town does that. Even though you know there was somebody in town who does it. And the doctor's mm-hmm. like, nah, dude, I, I, could give it a, I could give it a go if you want. Or maybe just like, we can't do it. Like that would be, a, yeah. we, wouldn't ex- we, wouldn't ex- we wouldn't want that. Right. And so we're happy when doctors refer us out to other specialists. And yep. I want all my doctors to talk to each other so that mm-hmm. they can know how to care for me the best. Yeah. So to me, like that model can transfer to other places of business where people yeah. can like communicate. Yeah. And I so think it really boils- can be served. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Like as a business owner, you should always have in mind what your customer's best interests are. Maybe not like what's best for their pocketbook. Right. But what's best sure. for, for how they're going to get served. Right. Mm-hmm. Because most people are willing to pay absurd amounts of money for, to be served, to have their problem solved, right? To have, to right. get their time back, to get their day back, to be to be served mm-hmm. in a real sense, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what they really care about is being served. And so, if you can focus your business and focus your attention on serving the customer mm. and providing the best possible service, mm. and that be mm-hmm. your focus, right? Regardless mm-hmm. if that's this guy over here that serves them or this plumbing business over here that ends up serving the customer, um, you're going to be much better off in the long run if yeah. your if your main focus is on serving the customer. Yes. Rather than making a short buck today or yes. trying to compete with this guy or yes. you know, worrying about that kind of stuff. That's right. going back to our original point. Like That's something you can control in your business. You yeah. can control if you decide to serve the customer and have their best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I like it, man. Customer first. Customer first. Always. Every time. Always. Every time. It's the prospector promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're happy. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <clears throat> optimistic, even. Yeah, super optimistic. Cool, man. Well, thanks. Cool, man. See you next week. See you, Holmes.